What's up, what it do, man? It's your boy, Daddy Gamer, aka Player One, the guy himself. And welcome to another episode of The Gamers Den. This is your first time here. This is the show where I go over video game news, tech news, and a little bit of everything else. And we start this thing off with a thing called Level One News. So before we get into Level One News, got to do the roll call and the rundown as usual usual the show is on if you want the audio experience the show is on google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, spotify amazon music um i saw something i, I checked it right, we actually on more than that we're on samsung podcast so shout out to everybody over there on samsung podcast um what else yeah we we everywhere you could pretty much listen to podcasts as much as possible working on getting working on the uh, expansion over here getting on to other platforms and all that being everywhere all at once you know what i'm saying just like the movie and for the visual for the visual experience we are on hideout we are on rumble so you can search up dev the gamer on either of those platforms and the videos should pop up um my bad for the hideout people i do gotta uh continue up over there and get y'all caught up so y'all just hold on and sit tight you know, I'm, I'm going to get y'all right. You know what I'm talking about? So shout out to all 200 odd something people subbed over there, man. Shout out to y'all, man. I'm, I'm going to get back on that, man. I know a lot of y'all is from uh, Brazil and y'all speak a lot of Portuguese. I'm learning Portuguese. I'm, I'm learning Portuguese too, by the way. Um, you know what I'm saying? So y'all just hold on, man. Shout out to Brazil, man, for tapping in. I appreciate y'all. I, I really do. Like, I, I'll put it to y'all like this. If I get to Brazil... I ain't coming back. <laughs> I get to Brazil. I am not coming back. Y'all like, what? 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 You just going to leave me? Don't leave me. Don't leave me. Y'all sitting there like. Hold up. Yes, sir. We got them buttons back too. You heard me. Yeah, so you know, I figured it out, got my buttons re-rocked and everything, got everything re-rocked. Um, so for sure, we're gonna have my buttons back, but they're not gonna be as um you know as as it used to be, but the buttons are here, you know what I'm saying. But um that's enough being said, whatever the case. Once again, shout out to everybody for tapping in and appreciate everybody for coming to the show. And let's get the show on the road. All right, we screened up. We are screened up. Headline reads, Netflix Netflix establishes an internal game studio in Helsinki led by former Zynga GM. So if you don't know what's been going on with Netflix, they kind of been getting into the gaming industry as far as mobile games. And it seems like they have established a new studio. So, you know, I've been keeping tabs on this and we've been keeping tabs on this, been informing y'all about this. And, um, you know, it's, I just really want to see what they do. You know, Netflix has been having uh, some rough times. You know what I'm saying? If you've been paying attention to their stock and just the company itself, they've been going through a lot lately. And, you know, it's a lot to talk about their subscription model and ad revenue. It's a lot going on right now. So just seeing them put their hand in the video game pot in the industry, it's interesting, you know. So let's see what they got going on. Reading the article. Netflix's push into the mobile gaming market continues with today's announcement. The streamer, yeah, the streamer is established and establishing. Oh my God, I cannot read. I know, like, bruh, you got the buttons back and you still can't read. Oh no. Hold up. 
I know, bro. I know. Bear with me, man. <laughs> Bear with me, man. I just got done with my workout, you know what I'm talking about? And uh, your boy got to catch his breath, man. Uh, your boy was putting up that weight. I was in there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was, I was in there, man. I was getting it in. As should y'all be doing. Getting it in. Health is wealth. Remember that. Okay, back to the article. Netflix is pushing to the mobile gaming market continues with continues with today's announcement. The streamer is establishing an internal game studio based in Helsinki, Finland. Shout out to Finland. Led by the co-founder and general manager of the Zynga Helsinki game development studio, Marka Lastika. I might be pronouncing that all wrong, so my bad, Marco. The studio will be the fourth for Netflix, joining others including Next Games, Night School Studio, and Boss Fight Entertainment, each designed to develop games catering to different tastes, the company said. So as y'all know before, I've even reported on this, and um, you know, episodes ago at this point. So we already know about Next Games, we already know about Night School Studio and Boss Fight Entertainment, we know that. So, you know, they, they, they got a nice little handful of game studios and development studios right now. You know, just whatever will come of it, we'll see, you know, because Netflix may or may not be in choppy water right now. So let's continue on. The streamer says it chose to locate its newest studio in Helsinki because it's already home to some of the best game talent in the world. Notably, the location will also serve as the first studio Netflix will be building from scratch. Okay, that's news. And that's very important. To date, the company has made deals and acquisitions to gain its way into the mobile gaming market. Right, 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 right. Let's continue on here. Earlier this year, it acquired Finland-based Next Games, founded by a former Rovio exec and the publisher behind Stranger Things and Walking Dead games for $72 million. It also, yeah, it also this year bought the Allen, Texas-based studio, Boss Fight Entertainment. Okay, yeah, so it just seemed like they're rehashing the stuff they bought in this article right there. Okay, so what does this mean, right? They're, they're building that. Well, kind of like what they said, you know, with uh, Helsinki being like a good place for the gaming industry or, you know, just gaming talent in general. Because whether you guys do know or not know, there is a lot of talent in a lot of studios overseas and just in different places. Some of y'all's favorite games are made overseas or made at a different location. You know, so what is it? Not Ubisoft Montreal. Well, it might be Ubisoft Montreal. I don't know, but... You know, just stuff like that. You know, you got people who working in Canada, people who working in America, America, Latin America. So all over the world, people are let's go back to big screen. You know, all over the world, people are making games, contributing to the genre, contributing to the industry. And it's dope. As far as Netflix, though, like I said, it's um, it's up in the air with Netflix for me, man. I, I really don't know what the angle is with the mobile games. Are mobile games going to be a thing? Yeah. Mobile games will always be a thing. You know what I'm saying? Like mobile games were a thing back when, um, you know what I'm saying? Like back when you had to play Centipede on the candy bar phones. I know you young people like, wait, what's a candy bar phone? You're saying terms I don't understand. Hold up. Candy bar phones, bro. So just to educate you new ones about candy bar phones. I called them candy bar phones because these phones did not flip. They did not slide. They did not glide. They did not fly. They were literally a candy bar phone. It was just a bar. You got the battery in the back. That's about it. And yeah. So 
Y'all lucky y'all get to be born with iPhone 100s and all that, man. And and iPad galore and all that stuff. I know y'all thinking, oh, I couldn't even do it. Yeah, I know y'all couldn't do it. How do I search Google? How do I do this? Yeah, it wasn't no searching Google. It wasn't no none of that. We had to sit there and just play centipede and whatever that one game was where you had to keep bouncing the ball and knocking the blocks off in the air. Like whatever that was. Like we didn't came through some times with this technology and these phones, man. I'll tell you. But with that being said, it's just about mobile games. Mobile games have always been a thing, whether they are naturally created and put with the product as far as the phone or the tablet or something you download. Like Candy Crush, like all these games, they hit when they first was. But now these companies kind of have an idea of what to expect and what will and will not work. So what you got to understand is what's happening is, you know, you got to get in where you fit in. And like I said, the previous episode is really a long game. It's a long play. So whether we see the well, as far as especially Netflix, I don't think we're going to see anything come out through Netflix for another handful of years. Now, I could or could not be wrong about that. That is my own opinion. But with that being said, it's just like, yo, Netflix, man, I don't understand or know why y'all decided to get into the mobile game space. Maybe y'all don't have enough capital. Well, actually, I don't think y'all do have enough capital to really get into the gaming space outside of mobiles. So, I mean, that's cool. But, I mean, unless, unless I'll put it to y'all like this. Unless Netflix corners the mobile game market and becomes the top dog in the mobile game market, I really don't see how this is going to work for them. Unless they unless they going to get a return somehow and they know it, I, I, just, I just don't get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, I, I just don't get it. All right, man. So, um, oh, snap. The article, the next article is out here tripping. It's out here tripping, man. Hold up. Hold up, man. This next article is out here tripping. Hold up. So glad I could hit my buttons again, man. Y'all just don't know. Y'all just don't know. Y'all just do not know. Hold on, let me tell y'all what it is now that I got my buttons back. Let me tell y'all what it is now that I got my buttons back. It's this right here. Game over. That was a little delayed. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to redo that. I'm going to redo that button for sure. I'm going to redo that button for sure. Because I don't like how it's delayed. Like, it's naturally delayed. I didn't uh, edit it when I got it. I should have did that. But nonetheless, shoulda, coulda, woulda, we here now. All right, let's get into the next thing in level one news. All right. Are we screened up? Yes, we are. All right. Headline reads, Walmart arrives on Roblox for the first time with two new virtual worlds to engage in young shoppers. Yes, you read, you heard that right. So, for all of my people, for all of my people who, for all of my people who grew up and know the term Wally World, guess what? Wally World is real now. It's real now. I thought I hit my button. Game over. 
okay, yeah, it, it messed up my button. Yeah, man, y'all see how I was trying to do me? Y'all see how I was trying to do me? All right, man. <laughs> but um, for sure, man, Wally World is real now, man. And, you know, it's crazy. You know, Wally World, they, they making it a real thing. So this is going to be a, a metaverse uh, a situation, you know, so let's go ahead and get into it. Walmart announced today that it is stepping into the metaverse with two new experiences on Roblox, Walmart Land, and Universe of Play. The virtual worlds are aimed at younger Walmart customers and let Roblox players collect new virtual merchandise, play games featuring toys and characters, earn toys from a blimp, attend live concerts, win fashion, competitions, and more. Oh, man. Oh, man. Hold up. Hold up. Pause right there. Pause right there. Live concerts. Walmart about to start hosting Metaverse concerts. Bro, watch Travis Scott do the Walmart show. That's going to be crazy. Hey, watch Dua Lipa do the Walmart show. Watch Ariana Grande do the Walmart show. Oh, you know what? Even better. They probably going to have Polar, the, 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 uh, the little digital AI chick do 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 Wally World. That's crazy. All y'all about to lose out on Wally World. And y'all think I'm bullshitting? Excuse the language for the sensitive ears. Check this out. Reading the article. This marks the retail's first time trying virtual worlds as it continues experimenting with experimenting with new ways to reach the next generation of shoppers. Generation Alpha and Gen Z. Oh man. Y'all thought I was lying. Hold up. Y'all thought I was lying. Y'all thought I was lying. Like, like, why would y'all think I'm lying, bro? How many times I've been right? How many times I've been right? In this short period of time, with somebody, I give y'all, I give y'all a benefit of the doubt. Y'all ain't been knowing me all my life. So y'all really don't know how long I really been right. But given the information and the things I have been right about within recent time, how am I not right? Have, have I, come on. Game over. It's, it's game over, bro. I've been right for how long now? Come on. Come on. Come on. It's over, bro. It's over, bro. I told y'all this is what it is. See, they should have me up in there. You know what? Hey, as a matter of fact, hey, Walmart. Walmart, I know you listening. I know somebody at Walmart is listening. Everybody is listening. Get me up on there, man. I'll do a whole show. It'll be a rage for the kids. All the kids going to like me. Have you not seen my show as of late? Have you not seen my show? What? I'm the VR all-star, man. Come on now. Taking a sip of my water. I'm the VR all-star, baby. Yeah. I'm the VR all-star. You got to get with me, man. You got to get with me. Reading into the article. Walmart has tried other virtual tech before, such as its new AI-powered virtual try-on technology. Oh, I ain't know about that. We might have to get to that. William White, chief marketing officer of Walmart, said in a statement, quote unquote, this is another step of reaching our customers in unexpected, unexpected ways and in the places where they're spending their time. We are excited to be one of the first major retailers to do this. Man, leave it to Walmart to push the envelope. Other retailers on Roblox include Nike with Nike Land, American Eagle Outfitters, and Ralph Lauren. However, major retailer Walmart appears to be making the biggest effort with Roblox. Quote unquote. I think that Walmart showing up in this way is just another example of how we're thinking about what's next. How we're, re how we're reimagining unique, 
innovative ways to engage with our customers. Wow. Starting with Wally World, Roblox players will enter a colorful amusement park with a Walmart-themed Ferris wheel, slides, beaches, and more. The island is shaped like the Walmart logo. Wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. Wait a minute. Oh, shit. Hold on. Let me read that again, man. Let me read that again for the old people in the back with the hearing aid. Starting with Wally World, Roblox players will enter a colorful amusement park with the Walmart-themed Ferris wheel, slides, beaches, and more. The island is shaped like the Walmart logo. Hold up. With a circle-shaped center and six branches with different themes and activities. Bruh. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised if, if um, you know, they just started selling real items through Roblox. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised. Walmart pushing the envelope. <laughs> they pushing that envelope, boy. Wow. There are currently four sections slash branches and or branches that are blank and have signs that say coming soon. Walmart said that the sections are called aisles and one will launch in November with two others scheduled to launch in early 2023. What did I just say, bro? Hold up. What did I just say? What did I literally just said this moment seconds ago? Oh man, they calling it aisles, bro. You no, nah, bro, no. Nah. See, this is where you got to know better, y'all. This is not no regular aisle. That's not no aisle. Before you know it, it's gonna say, "Hey, you can order the new Skechers for twelve hundred Roblox points, and somebody gonna redeem it and get them things sent to their house." Guess what, man? It's just game over. It's over, bro. <laughs> it's over. We here. We here. I told y'all to get hip. <laughs> I told y'all to get hip, man. I told y'all. Don't nobody ever want to listen to me. Look at this. What? Reading more of the article. At the central hub, players can visit the hub store to redeem tokens for Virch. Not merch. Virch. Hold up, man. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Uh-uh. Y'all ain't about to get away with that. Y'all gonna change merch to Virch? Uh-uh, man. Y'all y'all deserve this. Hold up. Virch. Virtual merchandise. Wow. Virch. <laughs> hey, Walmart, man. Get me on there for the for the show, bro. <laughs> get me on there for the show, man. Y'all gotta have me on there. You gotta have me on there for sure. And then about every five minutes, we could drop a we can drop a a sponsorship ad in there or something. I don't know, but every five minutes, you know, we could promote some. Hey, you do this, and we'll give you five hundred Roblox bucks. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't play Roblox. We just give them whatever. Let me get on there. <laughs> um, continue on here. So, at the central hub, players can visit the hub store to redeem tokens for quote unquote Verge or virtual merchandise such as apparel, accessories, any electronics like skull candy headphones and a selfie ring light. Players get a Walmart bucket hat when they first arrive. The central hub is also where a blimp will drop down prizes. A timer for the next drop is at the top of the screen. There's also a monorail that takes players on a tour of the virtual world, giving them a bird's eye view of everything. Quote unquote, House of Style is a section within Walmart land where players can go the quote is now over. 
within Walmart land where players can go to test out their fashion skills. Players can try activities like the quote unquote manicure challenge. Oh my God. Where they can match nail polish colors, quote unquote strike a pose where players must copy the pose of a mannequin as well as a photo booth that allows players to try on outfits and take photos of their avatar. There's also a cosmetic obstacle course and a roller skating rink. Oh, roller skating rink. Oh, man. Oh, bruh. Hold up. Bruh. Bruh, what did I say? I told y'all. Now it's too late. Now it's too late. It's too late to apologize. Mm, mm. It's too late. Yeah. It's too late, man. It is too late. Oh, man. Like, do I need to keep reading this? Do I need to keep reading this? Apparently, I got to keep reading this because y'all think this is a joke. At quote-unquote Electric Island, players can compete in the dance-off challenge, attend live concerts with popular performers at Electric Fest, and even play Netflix Trivia, which is hosted by Stranger Things actor, Noah Schnapp, who plays Will in the show. Electric Fest will begin in October. Walmart wrote in its announcement on October 7th, the the first motion capture concert will feature artists Madison Beer, Kane Brown, and Young Blood. Oh, wow. Wow. Hold up. Who is this Young Blood person? Nobody spells blood like this. B-L-U-D. Who? Who? Oh, man. Oh, man. Wow. Wow. Madison Beer is a famous singer and YouTube star that will surely draw in fans to Roblox. Spotify, of course, this is the only person y'all y'all even talk about. <laughs> like, don't nobody like I don't even know who all three of these people is, but apparently y'all can talk about somebody. Give them a sentence. Jesus Christ. Spotify Island on Roblox recently introduced a young hip hop artist, Do Chi, as their first artist to be on Planet Hip Hop. Spotify's new Roblox experience. Walmart's Electric Island has similar features when compared to Spotify Island. Wow. And they just and it's just more. And it's just more. Okay, so um let's go back. We gotta go back. What 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 did it say? We gotta go back. Right here. Right here. Right. So if you're in the audio version, you can't see this, but if you're in the visual version, you see what I highlighted. Let's go back to this part right here. At the central hub, players can visit the hub store to redeem tokens for virch or virtual merchandise, such as apparel, accessories, and electronics like skull candy headphones and a selfie ring light. Players get a Walmart bucket hat when they first arrive. This is where I want to time out at, right? Because what do you mean they can get skull candy headphones and a selfie ring light i can imagine getting a virtual pair of skull candy headphones but what is somebody gonna do with a virtual selfie ring light it's the metaverse bruh you're in a digital world 
people are turning into Digimon, digital monsters, Digimon are the champions, and you gonna give them a selfie ring light in the virtual world? Like, come on, bro. Like, like you can't really, well, you know what, we talk about Gen Alpha and Gen Z. Yeah, these people, that's stupid. Hold up. It, it, and, and that's no offense to all my Gen Z and Gen Alpha people. I, I'm just saying this is stupid because they believe that y'all will buy this. And the thing is, the majority of y'all will buy this and use it. That's the crazy part. So it, it's just like, yo, like, really? Like, this is what I'm telling y'all. They gonna, It's going to start out virtual. It's going to start out just like this. It's going to start out virtual. And then what's going to happen? It's going to turn into real life. And then like I keep telling y'all. Once the economy go to this this type of um this type of system or this type of model, the economy on the outside world might look like how Ready Player One looked. It might look messed up. It's a chance it might look real messed up. I'm telling y'all, man, you gotta get hip to this technology. I don't know how many times I gotta keep telling y'all, get hip to tech, 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 tech. Hell, get in front of a venture capitalist, somebody. Join something, get next to these people, something. I'm trying to do the same thing. Get in tech. Like, hell, quit telling your kids to play football unless they they uh, physically gifted like that. Quit t- if, if your children are not physically gifted, stop putting them in sports, okay? Unless they are physically gifted, do not put them in sports. This means they're tall. They're exceptionally well, exceptionally well at the sport, talented even. Don't don't force this person to be something that they not and that they don't even see themselves to be. Get them into something else. You I you yourself need to be in tech. Like this is the crazy part, man. Like this is ridiculous. Wally World is real now. Let me go back to big screen, man. Wally World is real, man. So for everybody who grew up calling Walmart Wally World, we can now get into it. Will this get you to play Roblox? The world may never know, but all I'm saying is, um, you know, this is very interesting, very interesting in my theory craft. As, as I was saying, I do think that that will lead to a real world economy, just like Ready Player One. Like if it's anything I wholeheartedly believe will come out of that movie is the economy. That's the one thing. So I guess we're going to have a little bit of a, a con- economy talk right now. Like the economy as it is in America is definitely shifting. Uh, I knew for the past 10 plus years that this it was either going to implode on itself. I realized, well, even 10 plus years ago, I realized it was imploding on itself. But not only that, but things are going to change. The guard is going to change as it is with the entire world. But here things were a certain way, you know, and without the Internet, Things may or may not would have been one way. But now, since the Internet is here, perspectives are different. What people want to do with their lives is different. The The type of energy people putting out is different. The type of life and lives are pe- people are living are completely different. So now, mm, excuse me, mm, excuse me. Oh, you know, I got manners, so I'm going to say excuse me, unlike some people, Um, you know, everything is different now. And it's it, and, the, and the drastic difference between person to person is clear to see now. You know what I'm saying? Like people like it's so crazy when you can or cannot get a job or even maintain or hold a job because of your social media platform. 
Like it's crazy as hell. It's crazy as hell. And and the crazy thing is, it's gonna get to a point where it doesn't matter what your social media page is or what it looks like. Because these jobs have an issue with the representation, right? They don't want you or they don't want the brand to be represented in such of a way. So, uh, like, prime example, if y'all saw that girl that was on TikTok, I don't be on TikTok. So, y'all will probably know this more than I do. I just saw this through somebody I was through a stream I was watching a while ago. And the girl got fired from one of her jobs. Or she got fired from her job, actually. And it was because they found her OnlyFans and her social media. She started gaining some traction. She started getting some attention on social media. So while she would be actually actually doing her work, other co-workers was actually spending their time on their phones, looking at her Instagrams, looking at her social medias, her OnlyFans. And it ended up reaching up to the higher ups and they let her go. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, bro, that's crazy. But it's going to get to a point where you're going to have to bypass all that. Because now, what you going to do? You either going to... It, it, it's so funny because a lot of people whine and cry about nepotism. I think what's going to end up happening, if the AI, if they don't make the AI robots efficient enough to take over human jobs, they're going to start doing nepotism. Meaning they just going to... Like, everything might become in-house. Meaning a family member might get the job or a close friend might get the job versus random people who put in applications like no matter what type of job history you have, no type of, you know, do, no matter what your degree or pedigree of employment and skills are, you may or may not get hired based on your social media. And that's the crazy part. And the reason why I bring up that with this economy thing is because in the ready player one world, you could buy real world items through the Oasis. And it's just like, yo, you kind of won't necessarily need an actual job if the avenue and the channel is open for you to participate in this new world to earn credits and or money. That way you could pay for your livelihood, bills, etc. Now, granted, there still are going to be real world jobs like real world jobs are never going to go away. Like somebody's going to have to drive the truck. Somebody's going to have to cook the food like somebody's going to have to do. You know what I'm saying? Like stuff still is going to have to be prepared and uh, controlled in, in, at, such a, at such a degree. So with that being said, it's just like that's what I think is really going to happen. Like the economy is going to take a hit or it's just going to drastically change and look completely different from what the digital virtual world is. And everybody going to be stuck relying on their Digimon, Digital Monsters, Digimon are the champions. Change into digital champions to save the digital world. I know y'all sitting there like, I know this man just didn't. Hold up. Yes, I did. I did just sing part of the theme song because we all know the original Digimon was that heat so don't be trying to be joking on me i know y'all huddling around the cubicle like oh man this dude is such a nerd and i'm just sitting here like game over yeah game over guess what you gonna be out of the job at your cubicle you gonna be the one talking about oh how do i use the metaverse and guess what you're gonna have to get in the facebook metaverse you're gonna have to go to the wally world metaverse shoot Wait till Burger King get one. And they're going to be like, oh, yeah, guess what? You can't have it your way in here. <laughs> they're going to be like, hey, guess what? You can't have it your way in here. 
Matter of fact, where, where, where is that? Which one I need to click? This one? Yeah. Guess what? Y'all gonna be sitting there, and I'm gonna be like, shoot. All right, man, when it all blows up in your face, I don't wanna hear about it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and that's all I'm gonna say. Right? And we have one more thing. We have one more thing in level one news. So let's go ahead and get to it. Am I screened up? Definitely screened up. Stay screened up. Mm. Headline reads. Apple says it will manufacture iPhone 14 in India. So this is news because as you know, iPhones and a lot of technology has been made in China, just like most of our clothes, most of our products, most of our household products, most of our everything. Almost nothing is made in America. Everything is pretty much almost made everywhere else because the American populace are consumers. And if you don't know, now you know. Hold up. Yes. Over here in America, people are consumers. They consume more than they create. They consume food, clothing, entertainment, everything but the things we need to create or do stuff on our own. So therefore, this is what it's come down to. And plus, there's been a lot of stuff going on if you've been keeping up. There's been a lot of bans and a lot of restrictions put on uh, China as far as tech goes, if you've been paying attention. So... Apple may or may may or may not have been affected by this or that or that ruling or whatever with the politics and stuff that's been going on. So now they're shifting everything to India. So we're going to find this out. Getting into the article. Apple said on Monday it will manufacture its latest iPhone 14 in India as the tech giant moves some of its production away from China. The company launched the flagship iPhone 14 at, a, at an event earlier this month. Where it's focused, where it focused on safety upgrades rather than flashy new technical specifications, with the exception of a new adventure-focused watch. Okay, well, I mean, excuse me. Well, you know, for me personally, I'm not that big of a, um, I'm not that big of an iPhone guy. I mean, yeah, it looks great, but I mean, it's it's to me, it's it's a good tool. It's a good tool. Let's get into it. Quote unquote, the new iPhone 14 lineup introduces groundbreaking new technologies and important safety capabilities. We're excited to be manufacturing iPhone 14 in India. Okay. 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 Analysts at JP Morgan expect Apple to move about 5% of iPhone 14 production from late 2022 to India, which is the world's second biggest smartphone market after China. Apple could make one out of four iPhones in India by 2025. JPM analysts said in the last week, could make one out of four iPhones in India by 2025. Huh. That's interesting. That's very interesting. Oh, that's it. Okay, I thought it was more. Oh, see, look. Oh, we we catching something rare. Oh, if you on the audio, oh, I feel so sorry for you. Oh, did y'all see that? Y'all see that? It said flying bike. Hold on. We about to go back to it. It said flying bike. It said flying bike. We bike. It said flying bike. 
Oh, what is with these ads, man? Oh, my God. What is with these ads, man? They killing the vibe. Killing my vibe. Killing my vibe. Killing my vibe. Killing my vibe. All right. It says, is this the future of transportation? So it's a bike. It looked like a, a, a snowmobile, but apparently it's called a bike. It's bulky as hell. I'm, I'm describing it for the people on the audio forum. This is the world's first flying bike. Okay, so let me describe it to you. It has like bike handles, but it also has what looks like propellers and fans around the bottom, lifting it up. On the bottom, it has kind of like a ski-like, a ski-like type of thing going on. So, I mean, that's that's crazy in itself. Uh, apparently, this may or may not be made in America. They slapped an America sticker on it. So, shout out to uh, shout out to us, USA. Um, yeah, but it definitely got like that snowmobile kind of build to it. It kind of looked like, like dude is really riding this. Hey man, this is a goodie, man. This is a goodie. I did not expect this. The world's first, the world's first flying e-bike. That's crazy. Not e-bike, but, um, the world's first flying bike. The X Turismo hover bike is capable of flying for 40 minutes. Spelled X X Turismo like Gran Turismo, but instead of Gran, put an X. And can reach speeds of up to 62 miles per hour. Oh, my God. And then it's these ads. Oh, no. All right. We might have a skip button. We might have a skip button. All right. We got to skip. It can reach 62 miles an hour. All right, the dude riding the bike sent us a thumbs up. Whoever Thad Zot is, Detroit Auto Show Co. Okay, okay, shout out to Detroit. Shout out to Detroit. I don't have the sound on, so we can't hear what he's saying. I don't want to hear what he's saying, no way. Um, I mean, I guess we should hear what he's saying, but it, I'm going to just let y'all do y'all's own research. Uh, uh, never mind, never mind. I mean, shout out to Detroit, but uh, shout out to Japan. It says, created by Japanese startup Airwinds, the bike is already on sale in Japan. Okay, okay, so it is here. It's here. All right, I'm gonna need one of these. Hey, if I got anybody who listened to me out in Japan or who got connects in Japan, man, my Twitter, my Instagram, my Twitter is dead to gamer XIV. My Instagram is dead to gamer XIV. Listen to me. Or you can just, you know, email me player one creations one, the letter, not the letter, the number one creations biz biz spelled b-i-z at gmail.com once again player the number one creations biz biz spelled b-i-z at gmail.com yo man uh plug me up man i want one of these i need one of these i could just 62 miles an hour in the air 40 minutes yo i could get i could get some places on this i could get some places on this man Yo, yo, how like, yo, this is this is what I be saying, bro. This stuff like this be dope, but this is what I be telling y'all, man. Like people really be creating the future, and y'all just don't be tapped in. Y'all be worried about the wrong stuff. Like this is what I be trying to tell y'all, man. Hold on, man. Let me let me play it for y'all. Let me play it for y'all, man. Because y'all be y'all be worried about the wrong stuff, and I be trying to tell y'all, man. You worry about the wrong things, the wrong things. You worry about the wrong things, the wrong things. You worry about the wrong things, the wrong things. You worry about the wrong things, the wrong things. 
That's what I'm trying to tell you, man. Like, oh man. So that that's that was an extra goodie, man. That was an extra goodie. I did not expect that whatsoever. Oh wow. Shoot, we got the iPhone. We got news about the iPhone 14 and a and a hover bike. So what? That make the hoverboard real and and uh and a hover bike now. Shout out to Japan, man. Shout out to Japan. Plug me up. Plug me up. Um, so yeah, man. Um, you know, so they move in manufacturing and creation over to India. Like I said, it, it's probably due to those restrictions and a lot of the politics going on right now where they ban in tech in China. We're not literally banning tech in China, but they're, they, they ban in a lot of companies and they prohibiting certain people or whatever uh, people just trying to use, um, you know, the same old, same old, you know, the same connections and the same, whatever, whatever the case may be, you know, it's a lot going on right now with the tech going on. And in Biden and just politics in itself, they kind of want to, especially in the Midwest right now, what they're doing is it's a, there's a lot of advertisement going on. And this is because I've been keeping up with this stuff. So now they're putting the advertisement out there because now they're building these buildings and some of these buildings may or may may or may not be up and running already. They're, these advertisements are pushing for like the rebirth of the industrial revolution, but tech now in the Midwest, if you, if you didn't pay attention in history class or just don't know history in general, here you go. So the Midwest was really like, it's, it's really factory made, especially Ohio. Ohio was like the rubber capital of the world at one point. So, and if you don't believe me, like Ohio is home of the Dayton. So when you hear rappers or pop singers or whoever talk about, yeah, I got them Dayton's on my car. Where you think they come from? day in ohio when you we, like we, so when you you know rubber like that comes from northeast ohio like like ohio michigan a lot of the midwest was factory you know it's real real factory so when a lot when all the factories left a lot of people left too but a lot of people stayed so the so the jobs kind of decreased as the as the factories left so everybody just got left with the standard Oh, I work at Target. I work at McDonald's. I do all the regular regular, right? That's what a lot of people got left with. So what they're doing now is pushing for, oh, uh, you know, hey, we're bringing the factories back. Uh, yeah, come work for us and you'll earn a good wage and building new, um, what is it? New electric batteries for electric cars and all of this other stuff. And I'm just sitting here like, hold up. I'm like, y'all ain't slick because what's going to happen? All right, cool. Everybody going to get in on the wave. Everybody going to ride it. Everybody going to get in and get their money. But then it may or may not be a career or something you could do for a long time because what if the factory leave again? The factories, it's a chance the factory's going to leave again. Or what if the technology, you know, is only going to be short lived? Like you got to keep in mind, like a lot of these images and depictions of the future that they give us may not be that long like it, it's a possibility it could last hundreds of years or it could be great but it's also a possibility that it could be short-lived like it could be 10 years it could be a 20-year run and that's it you know what i'm saying and then it's all right back to the back to the coal in the fire throw the coal in there get the train working you know what i'm saying like it could it could go back or keep and maintain to what it is now you never know so with the envelope being pushed right now you got to understand that, especially if you are in the United States and you and you know, you're a listener of the show, 
the Midwest is is real factory heavy, you know. And and right now, especially for Ohio, they pushing that. They pushing that. They building. They trying to. Uh, Intel is trying to build up. A, I believe it's Intel. Don't quote me on this, but if me, if my memory serves me correct, Intel is trying to build a factory in Columbus, Ohio, and you know they're going and it's going to be building batteries or you know. Uh, towards e-vehicles, e-cars, just e-stuff, e right? In in tech or whatever. And if you had, uh, and if you read Biden's um his thing since he signed it over into law now, and everybody working on it now, you you could clearly see that it's geared towards that type of way. You know, some people call his policy or whatever he signed into whatever. I don't forgot the name of it. Like that's how not important politics is. I just read it the way I know what to expect in the future and whatever else but i know y'all sitting there like bro what you don't know what it is no nah, i don't know what it is bro sorry but um for the most part when you when you go into it even if you just skim it you can see that it's millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars at play and that they're going to put in available for building this building that like it, it's just a lot going on so you know, with the iPhone 14, they moving it over to India. It's the second largest market for that. I mean, that's cool. I mean, they was going to have to do something. You got to pivot because ain't nobody going without an iPhone, number one. Number two, you got to keep the business going. So, all right, go to the next, guys. India seems to be in good standing as far as I know. So, I'm going to have to look into them on my own time. But, nonetheless, that's where your iPhone going to come from now. So, it'll probably say made in India somewhere on, on the phone. And with that being said, let's also talk about that hover bike, right? That hover bike. Now, I've seen hover vehicles before. I've seen the hoverboard. I've, I've researched and looked into hoverboards before. And you have these people who have Kickstarters and startups and they get the funding for it. And they keep building better versions and better versions and better versions. So the fact that we saw that and that's what they call the hover bike. I know y'all like, what? That's a hover bike? Well, y'all got to understand, once again, the stuff that they give us in images, movies, TV shows, pictures, comic books, that stuff could be short-lived, and not only can it be short-lived, but it's also misleading for the fact that a hover bike or e-bike or whatever is not going, or hell, even an e-motorcycle, it doesn't look like Tron's motorcycle. It doesn't look like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just not going to look like that. In, in real world, in real life, it's going to look bulky. It's going to look bulgy. It's going to look uninviting. It's going to look ridiculous. It's all hell. Excuse the language for the sensitive ears. But it's going to function as so. So hoverboards, you know, it's it's people that made different kinds of hoverboards. And I ain't talking about that little stuff they sold y'all as a hoverboard with wheels. Like, like let, me, let me ask you something. How your hoverboard got wheels? Hold up. How your hoverboard got wheels? Y'all remember the hoverboard wave? When all y'all remember hoverboard and fidget spinners? That's a crazy wave right there, bro. We should have knew right there that life was over for Gen Alpha and Gen Z. Game over. Y'all's hoverboards had wheels. <laughs> like how your hoverboard got wheels on it? But um. No, nah, man, in all reality, man, that stuff like this is what happened. This is in the world of tech and venture capitalism and startups and having an idea. 
you know, when you have an idea, somebody is willing to invest in it and then and they partner with you, ownership, whatever the case. And one of y'all who watch this, I know for a fact, one of y'all's favorite show is Shark Tank. That's exactly what I'm talking about. You think either one of those sharks on Shark Tank would or would not invest into a tech company or a tech startup? What happened? We got all these stories of how these people got wind of Uber and Lyft before they popped off to be Uber and Lyft. And now they put so much money in and now they 10x, 15x, 4x, however much they put in, they X their money. You know what I'm saying? So it's a lot of ways to get money out here on the investing side, on the creation side. It's a lot of ways to, to, to get money if your goal is to get money. But as far as the creation goes and as far as, you know, the, um, you know, hey, I want to create something and put it out there. Yeah, man. Like the reality of it is when people are making these futuristic uh, how can I put this? These futuristic items and vehicles and crafts and stuff. It's not going to look how depicted to you in the movies. But is it going to work? Yes. Is it going to cost you a lot of money? Yes. Last one I'm going to give y'all is the the, the, uh, the DeLorean boat. A dude made a Delo he made a speedboat or whatever out of a DeLorean. And it's raw. Like He used real DeLorean pieces. And he said, and I, and I forgot what he said on the video. But it said that he will make you one. You just got to pay the fee. You just got to pay the fee. That way he can get all the pieces and do whatever. Because he made it by hand. He put all the pieces in there. And you got to get like a boat license for it. Because it goes so far. And it does and it do so much speed on water. It, it's raw, bro. It's so raw. It, it, it is a DeLorean boat. A DeLorean boat. Bro, hit 88 on the water and end up in the future. That'd be crazy. You are now driving 88. Uh, 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 you are now driving 88, uh, 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 you are now driving 88, uh, 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 you are now driving 88, uh, 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 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, I was supposed to hit the uh, hold up button, but I know y'all sitting there like, hold up. What was you singing, bro? What do you be singing, man? You just be singing and singing and singing and don't nobody be knowing what you talking about. You just be rapping these random lyrics and songs. I don't know what you're doing, bro. And then, then, and then I just be sitting there like, hold up. I know, bro. I know you be sitting there like that. But listen, man. I, I, I just know, man. I, I just know. The songs, don't worry about it. I might play it one of these days. As a matter of fact, that uh, that song I, I, I was just rapping, and those lyrics, I'm going to play that song for this episode. That's, that's going to be the song for this episode. Just for y'all. Just for my fans. Just for the supporters. Just for the first-time listeners. Just for the last ones. You dig what I'm saying? But enough of the jibber-jabber and the jargon. Let's get into it with Level 2 News, the main topic.
So, we have gaming news for the main topic this episode. And it's kind of important. And it's not really something I want to rehash. But it's just more so of a question. And just something I want to give y'all more insight on. And just want to give more insight on. Because at the end of the day, I told y'all, hell, I literally have an episode titled, you know, from cable to subscriptions. And and I even spoke on this and I continue to speak on this on how, um, you know, this is just where we headed and this is where we are right now. Like just the other day I was watching um, I was watching some news station. Right. And they had prices of all the streaming services up on the screen. The top row was about fifty dollars by itself. The bottom row was probably another 40 to 50. So add that together. Plus tax. That's like a guaranteed hundred dollars plus. Everybody is paying for all these streaming services. And I'm talking about Hulu, Netflix, HBO Max, like stars, all this, bro. And I know all of y'all is paying for all of these because some of these shows is not on other platforms. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let me go ahead and, and sip a little bit of this water. <clears throat> so, yeah, man, you got to understand that. I know y'all be hearing all that, but oh man, bro, I just heard the water. I just heard him smack his lips and, and do all that. He licking his lips. He doing all this. I told you I got that crispy, clean, good audio, man. I ain't even all up on the mic like that. That just lets you know how good the mic is. You know, I, hey, look, I told y'all, bro, I'm going to have something. I'm going to have that good, crispy, clean video and that good, crispy, clean audio. Yes, sir. That good, crispy, clean. That good, crispy, clean. That good, crispy, cream. Hold up. Right. But enough of that. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get into it. Make sure I'm screened up. All right. Yoshida says, quote unquote, we believe in the premium release of a title before subscriptions. So, yes, PlayStation, they have been making a lot of noise lately and or some things have been newsworthy with PlayStation as of late. And we're going to get into this one specifically here. So let's get into it. At GI Live London, head of PlayStation Indies, Yoshida talked about Sony's approach to his revamped PS Plus service and in particular its top tier extra. Okay, so the tier must be called extra. I don't I don't get that. Unlike Microsoft's approach with with it with its Game Pass service, my bad for the stumble. Where most first-party Xbox titles come out day and date on a subscription service, Sony still believes in the quote-unquote premium release of a title at launch, Yoshida said. They forgot to add, most first-party Xbox titles come out day and date and also leave later on. They keep, they, see, see, they leaving that out. They leaving that out. I'm putting that in there. The reason why I'm putting that in there is because when you write articles for these online publications, they pay you per word, kind of. So throw as many words as you can in there. And get your paper. That's just a that's just a, a a tip of advice for me, from me. You know what I'm saying? Just to let y'all know. So future blog writers, put everything in there. Stay neutral. Don't take a side. And put all the information in the article. Get that money, man. Get your money, man. Okay. Continuing on here. 
The previous versions of PS Plus had some games going live day and date, such as Rocket League and Fall Guys. And Yoshida said it did contribute to their success as it helped give these online multiplayer games quick access to a large audience. But the new multi-tier PS Plus is a different approach. He explained that the added value is elsewhere for developers and publishers, giving titles an additional revenue stream later down the line in their life cycle, much like films. Quote unquote, the new, P- the new PS Plus has tiers and essentially it's like the old PS Plus. We still release two or three new games every month in a new tier. Extra has a catalog of hundreds of games for people to play. For Extra, our approach is we like to help the publishers with life cycle management. I was managing first purdy. I said first purdy. <laughs> hey, you say, you say, man, what? What, you like my sister or something? You like my sister or something? I think she purdy. Hold up. <laughs> y'all don't know where that's from. Y'all too young, man. Y'all know where that's from. He said, I think she purdy. But um, no. Nah. <laughs> but no. Nah. I was managing first party games at PlayStation. So I know that it's like so I know that it's like in the movies. A movie comes out at the theater first, then goes to pay-per-view or a subscription service or free TV every time generating new revenue and reaching out to a broader audience. In the same kind of way, we believe in the premium release of a title at launch, and after maybe six months or three months or three years, when the game sales come down, inclusion into this service, PS Plus Extra, can help introduce these games to new, broader audiences. Some people audiences. Some people might have missed these games when they came out, and it's a great chance to play and generate word of mouth or if there's DLC or a sequel going, we can help elevate interest to a broader audience about the franchise. So we are encouraging publishers to make use of these services and managing the life cycle of each title. Okay, so let's stop right there. Let's stop right there. That is okay. But this man said three months, three weeks, Three years. That's a long three years, bruh. Three years. But 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 that's how it is in the video game, right? In the video game industry, that's just how it is. He said, we believe in the premium release of a title at launch. And after maybe six months or three months, three years, when the game sales come down. So that's the important thing y'all need to keep in mind. When the game sales comes down. And I like that better than the, uh, than the Game Pass model where, okay, it's just day and date, boom. I mean, even when you're talking about Stadia and cloud gaming, day and date is a big thing because it's, it's cloud gaming. So everybody wants their preferred cloud gaming platform and service to be top dog and get all the good stuff day and date. That way they don't have to wait for it down the line because they may or may not end up getting it based on this concept or on this um, model of sale or life cycle per se, this is when you'll get it on cloud services. When the when the sales have come down and the sales could come down six months after launch, three months after launch, or even three years after launch. Because mind you, a lot of games now are hit it and miss. You know, I, I saw a headline of a video on YouTube the other day and it says something about Godfall falling off or it just uh, you know everybody forgot about Godfall and I don't think anybody forgot about Godfall it's just like I said the problem is every developer every company everybody is making the same game Battle Royale 
and just throw anything in there. Battle Royale ninjas, Battle Royale gladiators, Battle Royale animals, Battle Royale puppets, Battle Royale weightlifting, Battle Royale drawing, Battle Royale hopscotch, Battle Royale, like, it don't fucking matter. They just wanted Battle Royale, and, and, and I'm Battle Royale to fuck out, bro. And I don't even play them games like that. I only really play PUBG when it comes to Battle Royale. Excuse my language for the sensitive ears. But I'm just saying, everything is Battle effing, effing Royale, bro. Everything don't need to be Battle Royale. Everything don't need to be like Destiny. Everything just don't need to be carbon copies of every effing thing. Everything don't need to be a carbon copy. Stop doing that. Stop. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Just stop. Right? And the reason why I also stop and we talk about this is because these models, right, for these paid subscription tiers, I feel like cloud gaming has the better one. And this is just something I always thought the PlayStation model sucks. Like, I'm not even going to lie. I had there's an extra tier like all of this should just be added into one regular PS plus um, one regular PS plus membership, but not okay. We're going to copy Xbox and give you a PS Plus membership. And then now you get extra. And now everybody just sitting here like, hold up. Like, what you mean? Pay for extra. And then they don't even give you no fancy name or nothing. It's literally just called extra. Like, what? Like, come on, bro. You got to do better. Do better. <laughs> Let's continue. Later in the talk, he addressed that subscription services are still, quote unquote, kind of experimental for Sony at this point. But Stray, which released day and date on PS Plus Extra, was a good example of success for both the service and the title. So so this that's the thing, right? When it comes to subscription services, it's hit and miss. Some things are good. Some things aren't because depending on how the model is set up based on the platform, excuse me you do or do not pay for the game right excuse me like i had this conversation with some people a while ago right i was playing PUBG. we it, this was actually in game as we was playing we could talk because we didn't have to worry about shooting people we was far away from everybody so we talking about PUBG, and they were talking about when PUBG first came out and i don't know nothing about when PUBG came out nothing i'm i'm brand new to PUBG. Within the last year and a half, two years, whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? So they everybody was talking about how they bought PUBG or how they got access to PUBG. And some people bought it. Some people, you know, got it on discount, whatever the case. I told them, oh, no, I'm playing it for free. I got everything for free. They was like, wait, 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 wait. What do you mean? I was like, well, I got on Google Stadia. And at the point in time I got on Google Stadia and I had Stadia Pro, PUBG was free to claim. So I was able to claim the game for free. So as long as I pay for Google Stadia, I mean, not Google Stadia, as long as I pay for Stadia Pro, I get to play the game. Now, in real time, as a recordingist, PUBG is free to play, I believe. And just to clarify, you don't have to pay for the Stadia platform. The Stadia platform is free. You only have to pay for Stadia Pro, which gives you this better deals and discounts. And you get free games every month. So that's a deal you can't beat. You just can't beat that deal. I'm telling you that now. You just can't beat it. Link in the description if you want to hop on Stadia. Um, so, you know, and they was just like, what? And I was breaking it down to them. Like, yo, no, this is how it was. Let me go. Uh, let me go big screen real quick. Am I big screen? No, I'm not. 
Let me a big screen. So, you know, this is what it is, you know. It's um you know, it's just what it was. And what he was saying about the life cycle, the sales may or may not have gone down, that's when this usually happens. And I told them, I was like, well, y'all got into PUBG when it first came out. When PUBG first came out, I really wasn't playing video games at that point in my life. I was living life. I was doing not living life in the sense of, oh, I got a life and y'all not do nothing but playing off whatever, whatever, whatever. No, I'm... I was just going through whatever I was going through. I, I might have been working. I might have been in my relationship. I might have been dealing with, you know, oh, like, I don't know when PUBG came out. So whenever year that came out, I more than likely probably didn't know about it. It never came across my desk because I was too busy doing other things. So by the time I'm getting into all this stuff is years down the road. So when the game first came out and years down the road are not the same as far as user experience. You know what I'm saying? It's not the... um it's not the same. You know, when I say user experience is, okay, I was just watching a PCS, you know what I'm saying? The PUBG tournament. I'm just now, I was not just now, but I'm watching that. I'm watching that. I'm watching that. And guess what? You know, I'm just sitting here like, like, okay, cool. This is cool. These people playing at a high level. They going in, they going in. And I'm just sitting here like, yo, the fact that it still has this much love this much of a fan base, people still wanting to compete and play PUBG. This is going to be a long running game, but that's just the thing because it's a long running game. It has probably seen a decrease in, in sales. It's probably seen a decrease in everything. You know what I'm saying? And so with that being said, now you hear, here's the cloud gaming platform and Hey, you know what? Y'all going to get some revenue from it. You know, even though, if we as we if we put it on pro, y'all gonna get some revenue from it, and cool, you know, port your game on Stadia, get some revenue, I'm sure, cool. But since, like I said, in real time, they made it free on all platforms. So, let's say I don't have Stadia Pro or I don't pay for Stadia Pro next month, I should still be able to play uh, PUBG without without having to pay for Stadia Pro, even though I have it in my claimed games. Same thing as Destiny Two. Destiny Two should be free to play on on uh, Google Stadia as well, but I was able to claim it on Stadia Pro, and then I then I have so much content for free, and so much I don't have that I will have to pay for. But with that being said, it's just subscription models and just regular standard promotion for top tier premier games, you know. So I kind of do and don't agree with um. I mean, it's not do or agree with anything. I guess just like they said about the one game where it did good on release and on subscriptions, it's just hit or miss. You know what I'm saying? It's it's just hit or miss. And I'm glad he said that it's the subscription-based model, that the whole subscription model wave, and that thing is experimental for Sony. Because my thing is, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know what I'm saying? If it, if it's just not broke, don't fix it. So, Sony, if you listening, and if, and if for Sony, if what's working is still bringing in as much money as the subscription models in comparison to everybody else, just from Sony promoting single player games or whatever it is and with without a subscription base then yeah man just if it ain't broke don't fix it you know if you're gonna do subscription based models for for games i say do it for indie games and this is where google stadia shines at google stadia is a is a home for indie developers and indie games so any indie developer indie indie games company 
Check out Stadia, man. Do your research on Stadia. Port your game over there. It's a great community over there. People support over there. You know, we support. You know what I'm talking about? We're not just going to sit here and be like, oh, yeah, I supported you. I hit the subscribe button. I like. No, we support with our wallets over there. You know what I'm saying? We, you know, that's that's one thing I can say about the Stadia community that I can stand on. That is, it's, it's a many of things I could say about the Stadia community. That's great. But what's really great is that the Stadia community pays with their wallet because they support what they believe in. So whether it's a content creator, whether it's content creators doing charity streams, whether it's, you know, indie developers wanting to port their game over. We just want to see the platform do well. We want to see the platform have games, plethora of games. It has hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of games. It, it, it just has so many games. It's just so many games. I have over, I probably have like 150 plus games, almost 200 games on Stadia. It's ridiculous. And and at some point, I'm going to get to playing all of that catalog because now it's back catalog. So now at some point, I'm going to just be playing these games. Oh, this is a cool game. Oh, this is a cool game. And a lot of them are indie developers. So I, I really want to push all indie developers towards Stadia and just look at it. Learn about it. Learn about the port. Learn about all of that. Check out the uh, the Google Keynote or the Google Summit because they talked about it a little bit where the, their porting, their low port change, whatever it was called. And all the kinds of information that they were giving out and giving out for and to developers and stuff like that. So people, so y'all could come over to the Google Stadia and the Google family, you know, the Play Store and all that. Get your game on. You know what I'm talking about? Like uh, Jaden Yuki from Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. Get your game on. I know y'all like, oh, no, nah, he really just did that one. Okay, the other ones I could pass, but he just did that one. Oh, no. Nah. Hold up. Yeah, I did that one too. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But ultimately, I think what Sony is gonna do is just add it in there at some point and figure out how to do it. But you know, it, it is what it is, man. Everything I already told y'all from cable to subscriptions, everything is gonna be a subscription model. Everybody gonna have a subscription model, and before you know it, hell, you're gonna end up having to subscribe to me to get this show, and you're gonna have to pay. Obviously, I'm not going to break y'all's bank, but uh, it's going to be close to it. That's for sure. <laughs> and that's going to do it for this episode of The Gamers Day. Appreciate everybody tapping into the show if you made it to the end of the show. I appreciate you. I thank you a lot for supporting the show and all that. Once again, this show is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Samsung Podcasts, um, any and everywhere. We are on the RSS page, home of the... That's the home of the podcast shows and all that links are in the description below. Um, not only that, once again, youtube.com slash dev the gamer, odyssey.com slash dev the gamer. If you click link to everything, if you click uh, everything dev the gamer, you click that link, it'll take you to the gaming channel merch. All that good stuff is in the link of the description. And like I told y'all, we're going to leave out with that song that I was referencing earlier. And that song is Rocky Fresh into the future. See, y'all don't know nothing about this. So um, we're going to leave out with this. Y'all have a good time, man. Y'all have a good day. It's nighttime for me. So y'all have a good night. And I'm going to catch y'all next time. Gone.
fact, when this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. I tell my niggas, anything is possible. Impossible is nothing. I mean, look at the dough we getting. I mean, look at these hoes we fucking. I know this shit can get better. Working hard, trying to pull myself together. And tell the world that I'm ready for whatever. Finna hit the jackpot, I got my hand on the lever. Going down, gotta let that bitch boom. New condo, one floor, six rooms. Feeling good, but that shit got a sick view. A nigga on track, I should probably get a kid crew. You don't think I'm on up? Skip you. And you ain't gotta like me, cause your bitch do. Talking shit about me to her, that's a bitch move. But that's another thing a real nigga get through. Gone. It's a DeLorean. Where would be, buddy? All your questions will be answered. Roll tape. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Doc. Huh? Are you telling me you built a time machine? Is that the future? I just hope it all ends well. The swag story my friends tell. The train wreck that we inhale. Got me feeling unstoppable like Denzel. Any, uh, make a killer give war bucks. More gold, more hoes, got more trucks. <laughs> Throw them DeLorean doors up, pretty chick watching me hop out, you're fucked. Man, these wild girls love chill, like these fake niggas love real. But hate it at the very same time, they say they ain't fucking with it, then they tripping online. Shit, I could be out of my mind, but it's looking real smooth. These niggas pay for pussy, I'm just trying to pay dues. I don't ever make excuses, homie, I just make moves, yeah.